You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Claret and Blue podcast. We've got another special guest with us. Some of you might recognise him, some of you won't. So Dan, introduce yourself. I'm Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Coming on Rollo's request to, to do a little uh, podcast about... Actually, we don't really know what it's about, do we? Because you haven't really told me much. You just asked me if I'll come in and, and talk. Yeah, so obviously we did the one with Max Stokes a few weeks ago. It was before yeah. Christmas now. Uh, but it only came out a few weeks ago. And it's kind of a look kind of behind the curtain of the fan media world. Obviously, working here at the Birmingham Mail is a different kind of kettle, kettle of fish to working in your own time and stuff like that. So I kind of wanted to obviously coming from the value to this I know what obviously goes behind goes on behind the scenes so it kind of allows me to shine a light back on where I've come from kind of thing so and we work together obviously yeah so obviously yeah, for people that didn't know we did the review together for what three and a half years was it something like that yeah we've spoken about work as friends over the years and career aspirations and things like that on the phone for too many, long many 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 hours many text messages over the years so we've had this conversation in, in part for the last two years probably so it's kind of a let's air those conversations to the public now yeah. and, and share share what goes into doing this thing and trying to get into the media industry so where do we start I don't know this feels a little bit like because I've, I've obviously not worked with you for a while this it is weird, must be it? what it was like with the Villa player saw Fabian Delph again <laughs> a, a little bit yeah we're just the, trying to work out Judas. when was that <laughs> wow. the last time we even seen each other was got to be before, it's definitely before Christmas I think because we still speak to each other quite a lot like it hasn't yeah. really occurred to me that I haven't seen you for, for a while I suppose really most of our communication has always been done over the phone anyway and even when we've done like match previews and stuff together yeah, yeah. it was always like over the internet wasn't it and I, yeah I suppose that's probably part of it that we speak so much but you still live in London yeah and I live up in I don't live in Birmingham but obviously up in the West Midlands so trying to do videos and work together when you work in, or live in two different cities that is a difficulty in itself before you even get anywhere else yeah I mean the Villa View struggling with that at the moment just schedules yeah. and people people being away and people having jobs and stuff like we found since you've left especially it's been really difficult to organise because obviously yeah. you were just around all the time which which made life very easy for, <laughs> for the Villa View and a fan channel just any time we needed anything whether it be a social media post something as small yeah, as yeah. that or a video editing or just something you, you were always there whereas now since you've left we don't really have that and me and Tom have got full-time jobs Jacob's a, a student John's got a, full, a full-time job as I say everyone's really busy so to be fair I mean I was freelance before but obviously it's, you were it's, but the word dried up yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah clearly but obviously yeah that's still different to being a full-time job even if yeah. I'm busy I'm still at home I can still you know, bash out a tweet or whatever so yeah yeah, I suppose that's a good place to start is, is that people probably don't realise how much work goes into actually just being a fan channel because essentially you're a, you're a volunteer. I mean, we've made yeah, no yeah. money off off YouTube at all. Oh, I made loads and then Do took you, it all yeah. away. Yeah. Right, raking it in. <laughs> you, you, I mean, you know what it's like. It's, it's not little reward because obviously it's been great like I've got to know so many great people off the back of doing the Villa View yeah. so many people have in, enjoyed the content it's led to other work for me now as well it's obviously got you a job in yeah, in, yeah. in sports media as well which is what you, you've always wanted so it's been great but in terms of the financials <laughs> it's probably cost money yeah, yeah, over the years more than anything even just equipment and stuff is, is, yeah. cost, is cost and obviously the time as well that goes into it so let's start back in 2016 then of how you first we didn't know each other before. No. I've had people ask in, in years gone by, like, how did you even meet? Did you Were you friends before? Did you go to school together or whatever? I mean, people have probably not noticed, but I'm actually a fair bit older than you. Yeah, 10 years. Yeah, 10 years, decade apart. Yeah, that's, that's weird, obscene. 
It's very upsetting to me. You are old, that's why. I know, I know, 34. Yeah, so we started the channel. I mean, I've talked about this before with Max, so you kind of explain how you discovered the channel first, because it was me and Matt Lynch, wasn't it, who started it, and you weren't you weren't there in the, in the early days. No, so I saw that, obviously, the Villa View had started. It, I remember it being quite, like, a big deal on Twitter. Yeah, I think that it was coming up because at the time there wasn't anything on YouTube. Yeah, it was the first, wasn't it? Fan channels had just started to become prominent with other teams, obviously. Yeah. Arsenal fan TV, who I don't really like. We'll come that's, on to that, that That's, that's a point. different story. They've got the Red Men TV. So there was stuff starting mm. to circulate around YouTube to do with fan media. So it was like this new thing. And I'd noticed that you and Matt, who I knew Matt kind of, I'd never really met him. Yeah. But we wrote together for, for uh, villafan.com. Mm-hmm. So I was just do, doing some blogging. At the time, and I was doing that. Sounds um, mental now, doesn't it? To yeah, think it was a long time. Like, it was a long time. Ago. Written stuff at one point. Yeah, yeah, that's fallen by the way. So I've my, my written stuff, to, to be honest. And then funny that you were calling yourself a journalist though. Yeah. Before <laughs> I was doing the Birmingham Mail as well. I was doing a, yeah, yeah. once a week for Kendrick, doing doing blogs for the for the Birmingham Mail as well. So I wasn't well known by any stretch of the imagination, but people would have probably read my stuff when yeah. I was just starting to get into that. And you were obviously going onto YouTube, and I saw that you were doing fan cams. Was a little bit ranty at the time. Yeah, because Villa were rubbish. We were going down, weren't we? That's all. Yeah, but I just saw an opportunity that it might be something that could be made in, into something that was a little bit bigger. Yeah, like, like talk shows, match previews, th- things like that. I I thought there was an opportunity for there to be more than, than just fan camps. So basically, yeah, I just yeah. spoke to Matt, and I think Matt would have probably put it to you. Yeah, you decided that I was I was okay. I think, we, I think we talked about this before. I remember getting getting a text from him and saying like, "Oh, this this guy Dan's coming to me. I like I know of him through written and stuff, and he's, he's good." And I remember thinking, "Oh, I don't know. Like, do we want to expand out? Like, we weren't sure whether we were going to commit yeah. commit to it for in, in a big way like that. We were thinking, well, hopefully Villa go straight back up is the first thing, and we can document a season of happiness. <laughs> Obviously, we all know how it turned out in the end. <laughs> it took us a while to get to that point. <laughs> yeah, just the three years. Yeah. But we were kind of like, well, we started as, as a two kind of thing. Like, do we want to? Do we want to branch out? But we knew that having somebody on their own doing things is more difficult when we wanted, when you've got two people, it's more like a, com- com- if you, even if you're not in the same room, it's still a conversation, isn't it? Which yeah. is more natural to people for people to listen to. At that point as well, you didn't really want to do this side of yeah, things yeah. at all. You were very camera shy. Like if you'd have told me you'd be doing something <laughs> like this now, I'd have laughed when I first yeah, knew you because I thought there's just no way. Yeah. There's just no way. I don't really know. I mean, that kind of, I mean, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but that kind of happened by force wasn't it really because obviously Matt left us yeah to get a job in, in media as well I mean it's not football but you know having the, the body of work of the Villa View would have got on his CV and stuff so it worked kind of in that respect for him as well uh, he went to was it European Tour no, he's there now. He's at the European Tour now. I can't even remember where he went. Where he went to begin with? BBC Radio Nottingham or something. Something he was in Southampton, wasn't he, for a bit? Oh, I don't even know. We don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Not listened to him. Not listened much to him over the last yeah, few years. I, I haven't spoken to him for a while. But yeah, I kind of had to step in and do stuff with you just to keep the channel going basically because yeah. otherwise you'd have to have done everything on your own I remember you didn't like doing stuff on your own either it's not great just looking at a camera just talking on your own in, like, in your bedroom yeah the stuff always feels worse than it actually is when yeah. you just sat there doing it on your own because inevitably when you're not having a chat with someone you, you make mistakes and you stumble over stuff and you want it to be flawless so yeah, just, I've never enjoyed just looking at a camera yeah, and just speaking I, to myself essentially even when yeah even when we were doing it together we'd do it at home and you'd, you would stare straight down the camera and then cut it together it, that is an unnatural way of yeah so it's, it's not, not the right. same it doesn't make you look good the either like my, yeah. the big thing for me is is that I wanted the Villa View to help me progress to the career that I wanted so if you yeah. just sat there speaking into a camera 
on your own, essentially talking garbage. <laughs> it's, it's no good, is it? It doesn't make you look good. Thing is, though, people were watching it then. Like, oh, people no. enjoyed it. Like there was no never complaints about. Oh, this is this is boring. No, but if you think about the equipment we had. Yeah, yeah. The sound was awful when we first started the start yeah, of the yeah. Villa View. Like it was just it was just horrendous. Picture quality probably wasn't yeah, the yeah. best either. It was yeah. probably barely HD. Well, it's the same camera that you use now for the podcast. Yeah, I've battered that camera. <laughs> that, I'm surprised that camera's still still in life. Yeah, so it was, it was bad enough when I had it. But yeah, things change, don't they? Because we're still we were still learning. I'm swinging on my chair a lot. I've noticed we were still learning how to make stuff. Then we yeah. all, we all kind of realised that this is a good platform to grow our, our craft essentially looking back at even videos from a year ago I would look at them now and think oh, I'll do something different now I'll change this I'll you change that you hard on yourself though yeah, well, like, oh, yeah okay maybe but if you go back to the start definitely back then anyone could look at the stuff from the start and go god this is terrible but that's just the, na- the nature of progression isn't it and you have to you have to grow and learn to get better to get to a point where you, you can get work out of it okay so fast forward a little bit further then when you started the podcast talk, talk to people about how that came about because I remember initially again on that kind of being a little bit like mm, I don't know you didn't yeah. fancy it did you Matt was still there at that point actually was thinking about still? it yeah okay. I think that's one of the reasons you weren't keen because obviously Matt wasn't in London and we wanted to do it sat, sat with somebody it wasn't even my, my idea so it was Tom Julian's <laughs> yeah. idea to, to do a podcast he for once quite ahead of the curve Tom yeah, I mean yeah. you, you look at the guy with his clothes and he's not ahead of the curve yeah. at all but he'll be listening he, to that now and he'll be sending yeah. a whatsapp going I'm very harsh yeah he knew he had. A, he said about podcasts were about to take off and, and, and they did they've got really big now haven't they years on podcasts yeah, yeah. They're, they're massive like people are listening to five six podcasts a week now and he thought there was a good opportunity for the Villa View to do a podcast again I think it probably by that point we'd built up a bit of an audience yeah, so it was, a, it was a benefit for him as well because he yes, yeah, yeah. wants to be a presenter he wanted to hone his craft as well so it gave him a chance to showcase his skills and he's very very good very good presenter yeah. on the podcast so you were a bit apprehensive about doing it but because we could get the booth for free we could get the setup for free all the equipment was there it was a yeah, bit yeah. of a no brainer really it was, it was no risk pretty much all that equipment was, was a better standard of what we were actually using yeah. as well so it made sense to do it. I think it's probably just a, a weird kind of personal defect that I've got. It's a lack of control, isn't it? Like if, I, yeah, if I've done everything it. up until that point, then all of a sudden I'm going like, okay, you go and make an hour's worth of something. And I'm just sat at home waiting for it to come through. Yeah, it's, I like to be, if it's my thing to put air quotes around it, I like to kind of have every every uh, step of the process be involved with. You didn't like the lives either. There was a, a yeah, time when we used to do stuff yeah. live and you, you didn't like that. You were dead against live. Yeah, well, I don't like it now. No. I've, we've talked about Why? doing live stuff. I don't like I don't like that lack of control in the other way that it's not about what the content is. It's about like you look stupid. It makes you look amateur for like internet going off and stuff. Oh yeah, to be fair, Matt's internet was terrible as well when yeah. we used to yes, do the live. Yeah. So, like, he's still not rectified that now. He's been through about four different houses and the internet has been terrible <laughs> in all well, of them. Well, I'm not going to talk about internet. Mine at no. home is awful as well. If we did it here at work, you'd plug in to routers and stuff and you, we've got high-speed internet, so you wouldn't expect dropouts and stuff. But if you're doing it with two people sat in two parts of the country with bad internet and there's people in the comments kind of saying, oh, this is rubbish or whatever, I, yeah. I felt like we wanted to make it as professional as possible and having like technical issues all the time makes you look a bit silly. So, yeah, I just didn't like live stuff. I think if you look at the content over the years, like you say, if you look back at what we first did compared to where it's at now and when, when you just before you left and stuff, yeah. the video quality, the audio quality, what we were actually doing, it was of a, of a professional yeah, standard, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, I agree. But people love the Villa View podcast, for one. 
I don't think people come away and think, oh, I really enjoyed that match preview. <laughs> Fan counts people, in, people enjoy as well. And obviously that's good because it gives people the chance yeah. other than Tom and I to, to voice their opinions as well. But, and that's what it originally was all about. Yeah. It was about letting the fans get their viewpoint across from the, at the very start. I... I uh, <laughs> I would have liked to have done more and to do more of that with the Villa View. Yeah. Get other people's opinions across, but just hasn't been feasible. I think people not being in Bur- me and Tom not being in Birmingham. Yes. I think that has been a massive downfall for the channel. Yeah. I think that stopped the channel perhaps being what it, what it could have been. I think it would be, I think it's been successful anyway in a lot of ways, but I think it could have been more successful if we were all in the same place yeah, I think I that's what's let it down yeah. over the years and probably is still letting it down now yeah because you think if we started in the very first instance of all of you being in um, London and then Matt went to uni in Nottingham is where I got that from yeah so he was he was here with me at one point in, to begin with and then he goes off to Nottingham I think so you've got like I'm in Birmingham doing filming stuff he's in Nottingham you're in London Tom's in London it's like we're never ever going to get in the same room like we couldn't just you know, uh, we sign a player and we can all go, come around to my house or whatever and do a video like we've got to do it over the internet and everyone's got their own little life going on and it's like we can never get it to sync up properly because yeah. we're all here and we all live near each other it's 20 minutes on the train or whatever and we jump together jump and, and do it and go home again so yeah like, I think you're right That that's kind of been a hindrance but then what can you do? <laughs> it's a massive regret I have with it though Really? really yeah. I, yeah because I think if I was in Birmingham or me and Tom were in Birmingham everyone was in the same or even if you were in London for example because yeah, yeah. obviously I still make it to, to every home game living in London I've kept my season ticket I'm at some aways yeah. as well I just think if all being in the same place would have been so much more beneficial and it would have been more beneficial for other people that want to come in yeah. and give their opinion we'd be able to say we've had a little room like this yeah, you'd yeah. be able to have guests in like you've done with this podcast so yeah. far so you've got someone like Ty Mm-hmm. Who's, a, who's a big Villa fan wants to talk and give his opinion he's just, just a normal Villa fan isn't he like, yeah. like me and you but you get to be able to get those those guests in and I imagine over time you'll get you get different people to come in on your podcast and, and give opinions and I just think that's what's let the Villa view down also the, the, the other side of that is that this is my job now yeah so no I know that it's, it, it's still as much as we even if we lived in the same place we've still only got a limited amount of time that if you're at work from 9 to 5 o'clock everything that you do is around a normal working life. I think people yeah. don't really realise that you'll be recording a podcast at 7.30am or you've stopped at yeah, work late and things like that. Stuff. Like, I don't know. I think I don't think... There's t- I think there's two sides of it. I think internally, I think we probably didn't realise how much we were actually putting into it at one point. Like I think I remember thinking, like, I'm spending a lot of time making this stuff, even when I was freelance. Yeah. And I don't think people that watch the stuff realise how much we put into it as well in terms of effort and stuff. So, I mean, we'll come on to like criticism and stuff after. But what do you think of the like the effort levels we put in, or we're used to put in? I think, like you say, people don't always realise how how much effort you put in. Like I think a lot of people do. You get a lot of comments, a lot of people tweet and say, "Really, really appreciate that you go into the trouble of putting this out. I really enjoy it." And as long as people are enjoying it, then then you then you want to do it. Yeah, obviously, but sometimes occasionally like recently we've struggled like it just it's, Tom's job's very busy my job's been busy I've had other things going on as well Tom's had other things also a busy time of year going well. on it's, it's been difficult we've match previews have fallen by the wayside fan cams at times hasn't happened because the cameraman's been called into work yeah. and things like that so it's it's been a struggle recently it's been a struggle since you left I was going to say really. I, I mean I don't want to be all like oh this is all about me but what, what did you did you think it would be as difficult me going as it has been uh, did, what did you expect versus what it is? I think the problem is not only have you gone, 
there's been a lot of upheaval during that time. Yeah. You know, like Dolan has, yes, has, yeah. has moved on as well. He did he didn't want to want to do it anymore. The, the Villa view, which I which I fully respect. You've then also got like I've had stuff going on. So like I've started another podcast, yeah. which has made which has ruled out a certain amount of time. Like ideally, I try and do them in the same night if we can Tom's been been like promoted at work so he's he's a lot busier than he was and it's just been harder to get schedules to align so I think it's not just you leaving yeah. I think there's been accumulation of things at the same time that have that have hindered the channel really at the moment when did you kind of realise this could be a good platform to show what I can do to try and get a career in media obviously you haven't got that career in media yet you, do, you don't do no, media full time that's but the what, other thing what, actually what, what is your full time oh, job no one wants to hear people about people ask about it all the time so I, obviously I work at Sky and I think most people will be aware I work at Sky and think oh that's, that's in, a in London that but good. it's just a normal job like it's, it's a great place to work I've got a good job I work with some, some great people but fundamentally it's not what I want to do for the rest of my life yeah. it's not where my where my interests lie so I want to get into presenting in the media side of things as a, as a full-time job but it's obviously a lot of people yeah. want to do that and a lot of people at, at Sky want to do it like I'm only just really starting to utilise the Sky route yeah, yeah. now like it's taken me a few years I've made probably some bad decisions over the years as well which I'm which I'm sure will come on to so I've just got a normal office job and luckily for me they're quite flexible with me like yeah. as long as I get my work done they're, they're flexible with what I do. I can work from home in Birmingham if I need to when, when Villa are playing. So my boss is very good to me. I think it, they understand yeah. that this is this is what I want to do. As well, I'm doing um, like a Sky Sports News journalism course at the moment. So again, that's something else that, that's just died, that, that's taking up my time as well yeah, and making true, it yeah. harder for me to, to manage my time during the week, which I'm obviously really grateful to be able to do because it's a brilliant qualification for me to get in June when I, when I, as I presume when I get it when I, when I come when I come to take, take the exams in June so also just home life yeah I've got a wife, got a wife. moving house uh, yeah, like. yeah that's going to make life difficult with the Villa View when I'm, yeah. I'm moving in the coming weeks so it's not going to be easy for me to stay at work and record the Villa View podcast afterwards and as I say Tom's got some stuff going on with his work as well and it sounds like I'm just sitting here making excuses <laughs> but essentially I the genuine excuses yeah. like it, it takes up a lot. It take, has taken up a lot of time in, in in my life. The Villa View over the last three and a half, four years, like untold time. Yeah, and as you say, I've got, I've got, my wife is very, very understanding. Like I, I'm lucky because I don't think I would have been able to keep doing the Villa View as long as I, as long as I have done. Yeah, if it wasn't for her yeah. and her understanding, and she gets that that's what yeah. I want to do, and that the Villa View has helped me or is helping me yeah. towards that. It almost kind of feels like, so to come back to the original question. Well, I've, I'd forgotten what the question was, to be <laughs> honest. Is there a moment you kind of pinpointed? Can you go back now and think, oh yeah, that was when I kind of thought, yes, this is this is more than just a couple of videos in my spare time. We've always said that a lot of subscribers and views didn't really mean that much to us, but there was a point where it was... The figures. Yeah, yeah. There was a point where it was starting to grow quite well and we were becoming... Quite, quite well known like people would recognise us at Villa Park and speak to us tell us yeah. they enjoy, enjoyed the content I think that was probably Bruce's first season maybe yeah I think first full season we did an interview with John Gregory didn't we yeah about three, was that three years, three ago, years now? ago this January so we did, yeah. we did a pod, well it wasn't a podcast back then but we did like a long form piece yeah. with John Gregory that we were lucky that Dolan's got good connections and that he was friends with John Gregory and he loved the channel and wasn't part of the channel yeah. at the time and sorted that out for us and we sat there and we did that with him and he didn't get loads of views 
because the nature of the, um, the age of a YouTube audience, I think. Because it wasn't podcast, we split the episodes as well. Yeah, which yeah. Is something so it was we like a five part, wasn't it? It was like five 20 minute episodes, yeah. wasn't it, over the course of two weeks or something? But the people that did watch it re- really enjoyed it. And I think my memory of Villa's quite good. Like the questions when we were writing for that, I think yeah, I probably yeah. did the most of them because I saw yeah. John Gregory's Villa play. But I didn't really have to like rack my brains to think of questions. I just knew the timeline yeah. in my head. So I think after we did that, I started to think, right, this is, this is quite good. If we, if we can hold an interview with someone with the aura of, of John Gregory. I mean, to be fair, he did most of the talking, didn't he? He was yeah. unbelievable, told us told us so so much stuff. That was the, I think that was the first time I've ever, like, was a little bit nervous. Yeah. I don't think I've ever really been nervous doing anything for anyone, but that, meeting him for the first time, he was like, I loved him when I was a kid. Yeah. He was my hero. When he left, I cried. I remember. <laughs> I cried. I was fuming with, with Doug Ellis. How old were you at that point? When did he leave? 2000 and Oh, wow. Quite late. 2003. You were an adult at that point, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I think I was about, I must have been 16, 17. <laughs> okay. When he left, I think. I was, I was fuming. But to me, I'd always wanted to meet him as well. Yeah. So to meet him, and the first time I ever met him, to be sitting down and doing an interview with him and for it to have gone quite well, that was when I started to think, right, I think they're there might be something in this now but my whole purpose for joining joining the Villa View was because I wanted to prove first of all to myself but to to people out there that I could be a presenter that I was good enough to do and as you say obviously it hasn't happened all all the way yet but in in my head I know I've done everything I could possibly do to give myself a chance which is in a good position to be in but yeah doing that I think was when I thought there's something coming here See, we always used to say like we'd love to do more, more things like that more often, yeah, but they're just so hard us. to organise as and well. Not, and if you've got no budget, yeah, like it's John, very John hard. Gregory got nothing out of that. Yeah, John Gregory, Dean Taylor got free. nothing out of it. Brian Little got nothing out yeah. of it. So we did all those three quite close together. Didn't in, like, we? They, I think they were January, February, March. I think. Yeah, so we did all and did them in quick succession. There we go. Well, we'll do one of these a month. Yeah, and then we didn't have one for about another three years. (laughs) I don't think so. Yeah, they're hard to organise. I mean, I'm not going to name the player, but we tried to get a player once. That was the same time. Seven hundred pound an hour. Oh, am I thinking the same one? I don't know because I don't. I don't want to name him. Oh, I don't know. I uh, no, you, we're thinking of different ones. Oh, I'm it. thinking of the one we had organised and then cancelled the day yeah, before. Yeah, we've had that as well. Players, again, we won't name and players organised and then cancelling like the day before when we've organised yeah. schedules. I'd book my train. Train tickets <laughs> and things things around it. So when you're not offering them anything in return, yeah. it's very, very difficult. They don't, they're don't. they not going to get the exposure from the Villa View. Yeah. Like the people we've done long form pieces with have just done it out of the goodness of their heart. Yeah, and we can't, I can't stress how thankful we are for that, especially at the time as well, because it gives you the, the, the leg up that you need to get a bit of respect from people yeah. and show that this is, yeah, we are serious about it. I mean, I've got a decent showreel now with some things on it, but yeah, yeah. at that point, I would have not had anything yeah, that yeah. would have been showreel yeah, worthy yeah. at all, and that's an important thing to have if you want to be a presenter. Yeah, 100%. Obviously, it was always different for me with video showreels. I had other work going on, yeah. less so at that point, but I still, you know, still had, I could have other other subjects. Like It didn't have to just be Villa-related. Whereas if you want presenting, and your only presenting work is Villa, the Villa View at that stage, having you just sit around at home isn't going to be on a show reel so you need those bigger projects to be able to prove that you can do it so yeah. we did Gregory in the January Ian Taylor in the February which is obviously your villa hero yeah love him still love him now and then um, Brian Little in the March again one of the best people about, in the world Brian Little three and a half hours he gave us and we just sat there and we, I remember thinking like We'll, we'll use the whole of that like, cause, yeah. you know, we won't we like did. take bits out and, and edit it around or anything like we know that everything he said there is useful stuff we'll use so what was the the entire one like then if you were nervous with Gregory were you nervous the second time 
I'd already met him a couple of times by that by that point with Tail, so I wasn't. Yeah, Dolan introduced me to him in a away game. Okay. And I'd met him at Villa Park when we played at Villa Park, which I cannot believe we've skipped over. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> so I met him there. And again, I was a little bit nervous then because that was my first time meeting him, which and it I feels mad to think that I'd be nervous to meet him now because obviously I know him quite yeah. well now and I would class him as a friend. I said, never meet your heroes. Like I dropped my phone on the floor after I met him because I was like shaking. <laughs> the phone smashed in the Villa Park changing room. Oh, like, yes. Yeah, only time I've ever that. smashed an iPhone. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. But I was buzzing, absolutely buzzing. What was his role so, there on that day, by the way? We'll, we'll talk I, about this properly in a minute. I really don't know. Was he supposed to be manager? He was there for something else. He was okay. there for something else, and we just happened to run into him, I think. And we got me and Matt got introduced to him. Yeah. Matt and I. Yeah. So the Brian Little one was the first one we'd done at Villa Park. Yeah. So Gregory was in a little cafe place, wasn't it? In uh, he was in a posh restaurant. Was it, was it a restaurant? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember it being like nice. Members it was like, club. It was like a, oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, totally, Dolan the man totally uh, forgotten all about that Ian Taylor was at his headphone company yeah. IT7 studio thing uh, in like a press conference uh, press conference like a conference room um, I remember like the setting up of those and I remember being nervous for like I need to get the yeah those things are probably more right. nervy for you than they are for me because it's like with with tech stuff things can go wrong like this microphone might be not working now and you might not realise till after but it's like if you lose something that's like we could do this again <laughs> as much as I want one to if something goes I'm wrong I'm <laughs> yeah. if something goes wrong we could do this again yeah if Ian Taylor's microphone stops working we can't go oh can we have you again for another two hours for free yeah because again we're talking about time and stuff yeah, like, yeah. they're busy people yes, exactly. people in the football industry are busy yeah. Tails has got about 75 businesses going on for a start like <laughs> he never has time to even text back a lot of the time oh yeah that's <laughs> what he tells you yeah that's true <laughs> yeah so like the production of those like I want to get this looking good because I want it to be show real worthy yeah. but also it needs to technically work because if if something goes wrong and it can happen it doesn't matter whether you're good at this job or not if, if it, something goes wrong you look like an idiot and we don't we don't want to look like we don't, well, we, we don't want to look stupid as I make myself look stupid uh, the Brian Little one was at Villa Park and I remember being less nervous for that than the other two I think it's just because it was we'd f- met him again though we'd, uh, had, we'd spent time with him he was my manager at Villa Park wasn't oh, he in yeah, the game so I'd met, yeah. we'd spent time with him like we knew like sometimes you wouldn't even meet these people you don't know what they're going to be like yeah, they're yeah. like I can safely say everyone I've met associated with Villa in terms of ex-players current players yeah. ex-managers current managers they've all been really nice yeah, yeah. So I think we've been quite lucky in that respect but if you catch someone on an off day yeah. and you're messing around or something goes wrong and stuff Again, that's a disaster Yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember setting up for that and feeling more comfortable just because it was at Villa Park and I knew what the room was going to be like and stuff. We knew we had loads of time as well. Yeah, we knew we had the, basically, I think we put the whole day for that, I think. Yeah. Because we knew, I remember, I think you you organised Brian, I think you basically said like, oh yeah, he said like, I'm happy to be there as long as you need and we were kind of like, okay, that puts us at ease. If something goes wrong or whatever, we've got time to to be okay. Yeah, because you're just a nice person. Yeah. Yeah. genuinely nice person and and like a, apart from how they were as people the stuff they gave us in terms of the content was good as well each each of those they all told us good stories that, that I remember sending clips off to the Burger Mail to say like yeah. look here's a story that we found and being like this is like a little bit of a moment now to we did this and that was like the, the first time I felt like that I think a lot of Villa fans won't have seen it either and without sounding arrogant which I'm sure I'll get labelled at some point <laughs> during this podcast it's very difficult not to look a bit arrogant when you're talking about yourself yeah but this is what, through a podcast this but is what it is. I know that that stuff was good because when again another thing when we started the Villa View we said that we wanted to make content that we would watch because I think we're quite particular yeah. with what we watch really I always wanted to make stuff that you said that we want to watch but also have a standard where people would look at it and think that looks that like it wasn't 
made in uh, as a hobby. Yeah. Like I want someone to sort of watch something and think, oh, that was like, not, if, I mean, we've had stuff before and people say, like, oh, that looks like it could have been on Sky Sports or that could have been like Netflix. It's like nothing I've ever made is, is, is that good. I don't care what anyone says. Like, the, that's just a different level. But that's what I want to kind of reach for, that someone yeah. thinks it looks better than you've made that in your own time. There's no point doing it if you're not going to aim for stuff like that, I yeah, don't exactly. think. So I'd watch those three interviews back now that you just mentioned as, yes, being good content. But I would watch them back now and go, oh, yeah, but that, that camera angle's not right or this isn't right or the sound could be better. So I'm, like you said, I'm very critical of my own work, but that's because I want to, I want every every next video to be the best one ever. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put What's the point? It's not for everyone, obviously. Yeah. I don't sit here and think oh, everyone should love what we do there because there will be people that don't like it can't go on board with it and that's absolutely fine I sit there and watch things that there were people that we got five minutes into this and thought oh, I don't like those two blokes yeah, probably most off. people would have turned off already fine. I would fine. I would imagine <laughs> but I thought to think that like there'll be a lot of Villa fans that are that are like me like, like you yeah. who've got the same mentality with things so I, I think I always thought a lot of what I would want to be us to record and film will cater for a lot of Villa fans yeah. if that makes sense yeah yeah so let's go back to that 2016 Villa Park yeah. game a lot of people spoke to us after that and still used to ask is that going to happen again explain that whole situation because it, it looked like we'd organised this event that's what people thought like yeah. we, we had the clout to get this event to go on whereas in, in actual fact it was the other way around and we were asked to be there we were just lucky I think what's the best way to get 22 Villa fans I would just ask the Villa view because at that point we had a decent relationship yeah, yeah. with the club it was at the start of the relationship really yes, yeah, yeah. wasn't it so we were we were lucky I'd love to do, love to do that again yeah we um, used to get people ask all the time like oh, yeah. get, put that on again it's not, it was out of our hands the first time yeah like, I, I, it would never happen again no. I don't think it would never ever happen no, again not now <laughs> again just at that point to get that so early I think we'd only been I'd only been it was 2016 so it was I'd only been three or four months it with was, the Villa um, at that point September late, late yeah. September I mean, luckily it was on the day after I got back from holidays yes. I was like I landed that morning yeah and, and was like so I've never been so scared that was the first time we met in person as well yeah I've never no it wasn't we've had a meeting before at Villa Park had we? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. but I've never been so like First worried about, a video, then. about a flight getting delayed yes it was hell obviously I wanted to play Villa Park my whole life <laughs> like leading a team out of Villa Park of essentially people that I'd like picked yeah, such a from good, a, like an X Factor audition so, video yeah, thing yeah such a good day that was yeah. again that video like if we were oh, again this is going to sound arrogant if we were as talented as we are now and done that again I don't think I could have done much different to me I might be a little bit better at football yeah, now but like the, even like the, present, about the presentity bits and like stuff like that like it was done over Skype wasn't it all like the talking bits yeah. back then. If, if that was all shot in a nice room together and stuff like that that time would be different again. Again, it's yeah, a killer time. thing I keep coming back to it with the Villa View that's the, my massive regret is time I know what can you do I can't do anything about <laughs> it but it's what I always think of I'd love to have had a proper go at doing it properly if someone could have said to us is, do you think that's an age thing not to be rude a little bit because I'm younger so I can kind of get away with yeah, it yeah a little bit if someone had said though I'm going to pay your salary for a year take a year off work and you just go full pelt at the Villa Vieux yeah I'd have loved to have done that I imagine if that actually happened it's never ever <laughs> going to have happened or never will happen but can you do you know what I mean yeah 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 just go at it full time because a lot of people who make like YouTube football content it's their full time job yeah Arsenal fan TV Red Men TV yeah, yeah. it's their job to make content and they make money out of it I got, I got like a mortgage to pay. So again, it comes down to the age thing without disrespecting you. Like you're, li- <laughs> you're living at home with your parents. 
Like I, I've got, I had a mortgage, I've got a mortgage to pay, yeah. so I cannot just quit work. Like it's not feasible for me at all. Especially going back to 2016, like I'm just starting to try to even get into freelance video. Like I'm, I'm taking essentially time off, getting a proper job yeah. to try and get into freelance. So me putting 15, 20 hours a week into the Villa View or whatever it was, that was fine because I'm, yeah. tr- I'm trying to do that anyway. But the downside of that is that I can't do anything without you or Matt no you're ham- you hamstrung as well so if you haven't got the time to make a video that that's bad for me as well because I yeah. can't just go well I'll just go and do it then because at the time I wouldn't have done that so it's all kind of we're all kind of spinning plates together aren't we we can never quite get to line up in the way that we want and it's worse now yeah. busier busier more things on as you get older more things going on yeah less people around to do stuff yes, I mean we've been through quite a high turnover of people really like yeah, you think yeah. you started off me you and Matt you think what it what it is now? Yeah, like basically match previews have turned into just getting anyone I can <laughs> to, to, to do, to do a, ma- a match preview. Initially, like I had a good room with Jazz. Yeah, Jazz yeah. being available, but again, she's full time. For ages. Full, she's got a full time job. Yeah, so I can't. Our schedules matching is very rare now, so it's harder to pump stuff out. At one point, we were pumping out videos every single day. Yeah, pretty much, weren't we? The glory days. Yeah, we were. We didn't do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. the podcast saved us a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because it enabled us to condense that content that we were doing every day into one show and a show that was successful that and people, people liked, liked as well. Yeah, because it made sense. We would have kind of whatever news would come out, we'd think, oh well, so and so has just signed a contract. So we need to make a video. Bang on a video, yeah. Zebra. Oh, the tea brew. Let's talk about the tea brew. So many people, especially watching this. I've had a tweet probably went this week really? about a tea brew. Okay, so we wanted to do some kind of transfer announcement series, didn't we? For so That was the year, the first year in the championship. We've got all these these, these uh, glorified ideas. And we wanted, to, there was all, all the other fan channels were doing like a, all you need to know about our signing in one minute. And it would yeah. just be like, here's his name, age, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, let's just do that, but let's try and be quirky about it and we wanted to we basically wanted to pick the title first didn't we I think and we wanted a rhyme that rhymed with I mean this is going to make us sound horrendous isn't it <laughs> who thought of it I Matt, like I it think was Matt, yeah. it was Matt oh, it's easy to blame Matt <laughs> <when he's done. laughs> yeah. I think it was yeah, definitely Matt so I remember I think you can you know, and you can got those sites where you can put in a word and it tells you whatever rhymes with yeah, it yeah. I'm pretty sure Brew and View were on there and it was the little view tea brew and it was, yeah because you wanted it to be Something or you drink a cup of tea yes, exactly. you find out about this player that was basically yeah, the premise it, ta- it takes you about a minute to make a cup of tea Give well, I don't drink tea so that was another downfall for me with this video <laughs> yeah, but you had to fake I mean you had to like fake it at the end oh I made a horrific cup of tea no one would ever want to come around mine for a cuppa so it takes roughly a minute to make a cup of tea so we'd film that process with all like different angles and stuff to jazz it up a bit put a bit of music on and we'd have a voiceover of a script of he's in this position he's played this many games whatever and we did the first two I think and it was like oh, yeah this is okay you took it in turns didn't you, you yeah. signing was, it was you did one and then Matt would do every one. time we signed somebody it was like praying that it wasn't, wasn't my turn <laughs> To do yeah. it. And then we saw like, was it eight or nine boot players that year? Oh, man, we, every transfer window we were signing like nearly yeah, double exactly, figures yeah, of players. Exactly. So it was becoming a joke doing it. We, I think we got to maybe something like Ross McCormack on like the fifth signing of the of the window. And I, I kind of felt like this has run its course now. The joke. Yeah, Andrew be like, what are you doing? But people loved it, man. But Andrew be like, walking, come in. For, I usually finish before her walking into the flat, <laughs> and I'm there like filming myself <laughs> making a, a cup of tea, sticking pictures of Marlon Harewood on the fridge yeah. and stuff like that like it's just silly it is silly it was but silly but people loved it because it, it was different it was unique it was a joke how many people like that and then th- that summer ended and we well, I remember saying to you definitely 
well, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, you didn't like it, did you? Because it wasn't I professional. It. No, it just looked, made us look stupid. I thought it was too much of a gimmick. It was all right. I thought if we sign three players, we'll do it three times. In fact, we had to do it like 11 times. And it was always the same format. Like, how many times can you film that process of making a cup of tea different in the oh, yeah. same flat like you and Matt lived in the same place for all those times it's always going to look the same I mean people are going to think because I'm moving house it might be a bit different now, but I'm not doing it again <laughs> yeah don't bring it back because for me as well that's where I've got to suddenly set up multiple camera angles yeah, yeah. And, and stuff like that and that is not my strong point yeah, exactly. as you know so if we were filming that together and I was filming yeah, great, it I'd that would have looked better yeah. It would have not, not a shot on an iPhone. We'd have been able to do quirky little gags and stuff. Whereas I'm it's just letting you run run free for 20 minutes and saying, send me whatever you can. And you'd send things back in portrait rather than landscape oh, and yeah, stuff like that. And it's like, what can we do here? Like we're, we're running off scraps and we signed so many players. And it's like, right, I'm not doing that again because we just look silly. But the, the last co- one we did was Andre Maria. And look how well that move turned out. <laughs> so you obviously, Villa have signed a lot of players that have done nothing. So yeah. you're doing it for players that don't even turn out to be any good. Yeah, I think James Chester's the only one that was still there now maybe yeah maybe yeah probably right yeah yeah. it was that summer wasn't it yeah, yeah. when we did one yeah so I remember when January came around and we did just like a chat thing didn't we when we signed yeah I worked instead, well I did I liked good. that like the, views good were, views. the views were good and we'd sit down for maybe 15 minutes and say what we thought about the player and I, from a content point of view I was like well this is more this adds more value to an audience rather than just going he's 26 he's a striker he's yeah. 5 foot 10 or whatever um, from the perspective of people in the media industry looking at it yes <laughs> proves more than <laughs> yeah. whether this guy can film himself making a cup yeah, of tea exactly but people are like bring back the tea bro I know mate still back, now as I say and it was like, mad I just fully took the blame and just said look I'm not I'm not doing it like it, I'm, I, so I think so that was 2016 so it's probably even then I realised that we need to be better than this to to uh, to get where we want to be so yeah, it's just weird, isn't it? Looking but someone back. said at one point they were doing videos for the wrong reasons. Who said that? Like someone tweeted you once saying that to start a fan channel because you oh, wanted yeah, this to is get when I got this job because yeah. you wanted to get media work. Yeah, I spoke to this. about wrong, Max, I think. but why? Why is that wrong? I spoke to this about Max. It was I think it was when I'd put put a, a series of tweets out when I got this job yeah. to kind of look back on the Villa View because that, that's a massive part of my life and. 19 or 20 up until 123, 24 like that's t- I've put a lot of work into that and it's got, it was a high enough standard that somebody like Matt Kendrick here can go obviously I've got other work as well but I've created something there and now we're trying to do a villa thing here again what worked before does it work now so I can't believe that to be honest it took you so long to get a job yes I am in all honesty <laughs> there's, there's one moment in particular that we'll come back to for that um, whereas I just kind of thought I want to look back on the good moments that we've done because we did some great as much as we can complain about time and whatever we've done some great great things over the years oh yeah the, the benefits far outweigh yeah, any of the complaints that I can have about like we spent 40 time. minutes moaning here but we'll talk oh, no, about we the good times as well it just I think I don't think we've been moaning and hopefully people don't take it as that way I'm just what, you just want people to, well, this to is see kind of, this is kind of what the, it's like the, 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 the thought behind this podcast I want to I want to give people the insight that they don't see because you, I've, you, I've seen you in particular in the last few months when people say where's the podcast Whereas yeah. this and you'll say look I'm busy and it's hard for you to get this across in a couple of tweets but the other thing yeah. because the thing is like obviously I want people to question where it is because that means people like it yeah, and they, yeah, they yeah. want to watch it that's a that's a good thing and as I say ideally we get the podcast done every week and in the in the main we do but just for the last couple of months it just hasn't happened yeah yeah it's difficult but yeah I've done that series of tweets and said there was a, a moment in time which for me was the summer of 2017 where I was like yeah okay this is definitely this is now about trying to get a job um, 
And yeah, so, well, I think it was a couple of people replied saying, like, that's like a bad attitude to have because it's a fan channel. Like, you should be doing it for the audience. And it's like, yeah, as much as I, like, I didn't, there was no point after 2017 where I stopped putting effort in. No. If anything, I was working harder <laughs> to, to make it better. Like, probably all of our best videos come. 2017 onwards I would say because yeah, we, we got we got more we got more talented as it time went on we got better equipment we had better ideas so I was kind of like well yeah I knew that I want to get a job in media and this is the best way to showcase that so of course I treat it in that way like I'm not going to kind of be ashamed to admit that I want to get work like I'm 22 years old trying to get a career trying yeah. to move out uh, get move out buy a car like I need I need money like I need a job like freelance is only so good for so far at this at this part in, in your life because work is so inconsistent if you're a freelancer in your 40s and you've got loads of contacts yeah you can do that and you yeah. can keep going when you're trying to get contacts in the first place if you've got two or three different clients you work for you can't live off that for too long like I've probably got away with it just about as long as I could your parents have been very good to you I have to pay to live at home I know you do I think it's not that expensive is it well, I'm not going to say the figures but no it's not, <laughs> that, it's not that expensive um, but I remember talking to you this summer and saying like if things don't pick up soon, I'm going to have to get a normal job somewhere else. Like, I'm going to have to get a retail job or an office job or something. It's yeah, me at that point, though. Like, I think, well, yeah, that's what I've had to be doing for, like... Yeah, I know. I st- another regret I have is I started doing this too late, really. Like, yeah. YouTube wasn't really a big thing when I was your age, so... I don't think it even was. It never would... The idea to do a fan channel would never... Would have never come to me because it just wasn't a, pl- wasn't a platform to, d- yeah. to do it you on. You went down the written route. Yeah. So, like, I'm... Like, starting started blogging I think in, in Lamb- it's Lambert's second season I think I started doing it so even that's relatively late still yeah so like I'm doing it thinking time's running out here yeah. for me to, to get myself noticed or that's show that I've got any talent at all there. still six years later and yeah I'm still like although I feel like I'm on the right track now actually yeah I think as in that. the last kind of six to twelve months you probably made the most progress if we did this podcast before. six months ago I'd have sat here I probably wouldn't have even wanted to do it to no, be honest. I wouldn't either. Because I'd have just thought, I don't want to talk about failing. Yeah, oh, it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, because and that's the, that's another thing that, that drives me. Like, I don't want to fail at it. Like, I can sit here hand on heart, as I'm sure you can, and say, I know I've done everything I can yeah, to yeah. put myself in a position. Like, I've not turned any anything down. Like, I've done everything I physically can to do it. But and if it doesn't happen, it's not because of me. Yeah, it might be because I'm not as good as I think I am, or anything like, or something like that. But I've given it my best shot. Yeah. But if we'd have been here six months ago, like, I'd have said to you, I'm not, not on the right track. I actually don't really know where I'm going with this at the moment. Yeah. It's difficult, isn't it? Because for me, because we're in different points in our life, to have somebody 10 years older, Yeah, it's it was always difficult for me to talk about um, work, freelance work. I'm like moaning about not having, yeah, I'm still doing what I want to do. On the other side of that, though, I'm moaning to you about things, but I've got, I own my own property. I've got yeah. a decent. I've got a decent job, at a good at a good place to work. So in that, in, it works both ways, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, I suppose so. But yeah, there was definitely a point during the summer where I was like, oh, "This is this might not this might not even happen now." Yeah, which I was is, starting to get to that point. Which is it mad, does come really. around when you least expect it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, things things like that do happen. Yeah. It's meant to be, isn't it? I suppose. Um, but yeah, that back in 2017, I've spoke about this before. Um, I don't think we spoke on the Villa View but I spoke about it with Max I had a job into at Villa which obviously you know all this <laughs> for a video editor role when I, and I thought I was good enough to get it at the time I mean you absolutely were had my interview and thought yeah good went went well probably rung you after and said yeah I think that went okay um, and then I got a call the week after saying you didn't get the job and I was like oh. and I got another call saying but we might be able to offer you some freelance work so I was like okay well, at least there's something to kind of hold yeah. on to and it was with the, the ladies 
team at the time but I did do a few bits with the men's team as well I did one of Steve Bruce's press conference once yeah. and it was live on Facebook and that was like the first time as you know I hate live so I hated doing it but it, was like, it all went okay so that was a kind of a, a time where I was like right well I've got this job in soon I didn't get it but I'm close I think I yeah think, I think on I'm, the right track yeah, I think that's I'm, why I've always looked back on yeah. am I on the right track yeah I think I'm close yeah. and so I'll do freelance Villa for the rest of the year I'll put everything into the Villa view for the rest of the year maybe at the end of the season maybe they'll need some extra staff if we get promoted maybe they'll, they'll need to hire more people maybe people will, will leave and I'll be in there that's what I'm thinking and 2018 comes around and oh, still still nothing nothing happens and I, I know things change and freelance is a difficult difficult market anyway I can relate to that as well because obviously in 2017 I got given like a lot of Facebook live show yeah for yes, Villa uh, yeah, like yeah. working for Villa for a season every home game with Ian Taylor every with, week with Tails absolutely like loved it probably one of the favourite times in, in my life yeah. so at that point you look at it again and you think oh, I'm on the right yeah, on yeah. the right track here so again you do that for a season and then the next season that's not there anymore and I think you think kind of the reason you've been given for it not there isn't great the same as you you get you down about it you yeah, start yeah, to yeah. Doubt, doubt things like I've always wanted to just be on the right track and that, like I'd look at it season by season and think well, am I doing more or better stuff than I was doing last yeah. season and for a, a year or so that was no I'm not yeah, I'm I've doing, gone backwards yeah, yeah, exactly, and that was yeah. what I couldn't deal with yeah. going backwards it is difficult isn't it because and at the same time as much as we're both going through that essentially privately between ourselves and family and stuff like that everyone else is kind of going you've made it lads yeah, we were still now. How, how good is that? The, the, you're on the club's payroll. How and I didn't even get paid. Yeah, I, I did it for free. Madness, isn't it? Like I said, again, essentially volunteered because I knew I'm going to do this because it's, put, it's putting me on the right track. It's probably, there'll be probably people watching it thinking, well, why didn't you try another club? It's like, I did. I applied to, <laughs> See, I didn't. I applied to I so many jobs. I'm diff- I just can't, I can't do it. It's different for you because you're having to talk about the club, so you need to you need to know something. You know stuff about Villa naturally. I applied for yeah. probably hundred a hundred different jobs over the last few years and didn't get anywhere. And you kind of think, well, all right, then maybe I'm not maybe I'm not this as good at this as I think I am because no one is giving me a job. No one's giving me a chance here. I think it's so hard though. Like the football industry is so hard to get yeah. to get into. And in a lot of instances as well, I don't think the pay is what it should be in foot in football. Yeah, agree. They, people get underpaid that work at football clubs and that'll yeah. be happening now at Villa and that'll be happening elsewhere Everywhere. the salaries are, are too low happen at Man U Man City mm-hmm. the salaries are too low for people working within football clubs the money that is banded around football now is crazy but yeah, it's not reflected in other areas of the football club other than the playing side yeah and those really? people are the ones that suffer when teams get relegated and stuff as yeah. well yeah yeah, I dad, that's something I disagree with, but I'm not really sure how relevant that is to anything <laughs> we're talking about. But just that's my opinion. But we did, I did some good stuff for them. I was doing like the content days when the players do all the gifts and the the messages to camera and stuff like that. And as much as it's the the job is easy, you know, just just hit record on a player and say do a dance or whatever. Like technically, I'm not doing anything, but having that on a show reel is good. Being able to meet the players as a fan is good as well. Being able to see what that in, that environment is like. When I was told that you've not worked at a football club, to be able to see what it's like at a football yeah. club was, was good to have. Like all those experiences have been great. Um, you obviously did the, the Luke Roper stuff as well with, with the players where you got to, to do that kind of thing as well. Yeah, lucky, to be honest. Yeah. Lucky to meet Luke. Lucky yes, that yeah. I think he realised I was having a bit of a bad time with Adam. This was the only reason he asked me to do it, but... <laughs> And plus, it's not him asking; it's his marketing team. But yeah, he, yeah. he was because of him, I ended up involved. So I met met Luke Roper, and I was lucky enough to get a gig doing their content with the players on con- on content days. And I'd never worked with the Villa first team before. Yeah, so that was a, a brilliant thing. Were you nervous then? for me to do? I was nervous the night before, and nervous when I got there. But as soon as I started doing it, 
I wasn't nervous. You got a firm home, home shake from James Chester. Like, oh, yeah, I'm again, they're all just they're just they're just normal people. Yeah. The, the players. That's what. And I again, thought. I've not met any player that I thought mm, he was a bit of an idiot. Yeah. Like, they've all genuinely been nice people. Yeah, and you hear bad stories, don't you, about footballers yeah, being, I've being not, arrogant? That hasn't and, been my experience yeah, at so, all. So anyone I've ever met, ex-player or current day have been brilliant it's those little moments that you look back on and you can moan about hours and not having opportunity and stuff like that but when you do get the opportunity yeah. you do have to take even it even just talking about this kind of stuff that's stuff I've forgotten about really yeah, yeah. Like that people would kill to do yeah. but because I haven't got to where I want to be I'd probably take it for granted a, a little bit yeah that's fair I think that's how it works I think that's how it works yeah so obviously we're still doing the video at this point yeah the video wasn't affected by any of this yeah yeah like we're, 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 we're it's the other side of things isn't it that we're kind of moaning about again not moaning but it's hard to not think of it it's hard not to think that's the word it's the the job opportunities that we're frustrated about not coming along we're still putting the same work into the villa view we're still yeah. trying to do the same amount of things because at that point as well you've built up an audience and you don't want to let people down yeah, exactly. as well like a that's audience. how i feel now but if we don't do something i feel bad about it yeah yeah i feel like i've let i've let people down which is silly yeah because really because i can't one i can't do anything about it yeah. at all when a video doesn't happen it's because it cannot happen there's no way yeah possible for for it to happen i remember missing a missing a fan cams or something once and again feeling the same way like i'm a, you might have not been there or something and we had to cancel it, it wasn't my fault um and i remember think, thinking like there's gonna be people that are gonna be like upset that this is yeah. content's not out there and i felt bad for that it's like well i'm doing this in my own time like we don't have to I do know, any but of this. the other thing with that is it is a two-way street a little bit because the fact that people have watched it and supported it is what's made it successful. Yeah, 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 true. Like, we wouldn't have been doing it, I don't think, if like 10 people were watching it. Yeah, We'd true. have stopped. Yeah, that's Because we'd have said, we're obviously not good enough. People aren't tuning in. So we're not going to get jobs working professionally because we can't even get people to turn into a, yeah, tune into a fan channel. Yeah, that's true. So it does work both ways. Like, I feel incredible guilt when we don't do stuff now. And it's becoming harder to, to do some things, but yeah. I still feel guilty about it thing is I, I remember I've said to you privately in the past as well like if people knew the, the situation and which is what we're trying to do here yeah. well, I don't know if we're doing a great job <laughs> most most normal people would say that's absolutely fine like that's fair there'd be a couple of people who go oh you still got it that's, that's one or two idiots on Twitter isn't it like oh, Twitter's a the most mindful. most normal Villa fans that have watched stuff your stuff for the last three or four years would go it's fine like you don't have to do any of this anymore like, we're extremely grateful for what you do and that's nice that you've got that support but that still doesn't take away from the fact that if you miss two podcasts in a row or whatever or two fan cams in a row that people start kind of throwing not abuse but start throwing questions at you and it, it hurts more because you know they're right as well that's yeah. the worst part I think a lot of the time with, from my point of view as well I think people look at my social media following and I think that this guy talking about Villa is his job Yeah, and it, and it isn't but people, it comes across like it is, and I can see why people do think that. Like they, but a lot of people won't know that I've just got a normal nine to five job, yeah. as well, and that I fit in the stuff oh, I do, Villa around that. Like people wouldn't realise that because on the face of it, you look at the social media following, and you just bragging. I'm not bragging, but <laughs> I'll have more of a following than people that are doing it for a living. Yeah, yeah, true. And our social media is not everything, obviously. Me for a start. Yeah, but people, will, but people will just look at that and they would just assume. Yeah, and I, I find that deal. I find that tough. I find that difficult to deal with. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what, what, how do you feel about when people come and, and, and say you've made it? 
and things like that I've had people and I, I try and reply to messages whenever I get a message people asking me for advice and stuff I'll, all, I'll always if I've seen it I will reply to it yeah because I remember I, saying that years because ago because I used well. to be the person sending yes. messages asking for advice because I haven't got to where I want, want to be I think it's crazy that people yeah. even would come to me but so, but you have achieved enough you've achieved yeah, more no, than, no, no, than people that haven't but, but also like, the ultimate thing for me is I am not doing this yeah. as a full time job yeah so until I do that I will I will always think of myself as a not a failure but I will think I failed until I do that yeah. that's just the mindset that I that I have with it if people say oh, you Dan you probably know someone at the club who can help me with this I yeah, always yeah. try always yeah. try and help every every single time like Tails will not thank me for telling this story at all but if like <laughs> I think someone asked me for a video message once of yeah. Tails for his birth, for the, for someone's birthday is that the video that you sent me that one time yeah. <laughs> it's just like, and, like I'm and, I, and I message him and he, and, he, and, he, and he does it Yeah. but like even that's just a little thing that I can do to, to just help some, help someone do something nice for someone and that's what I want to do like I want to I want to help Villa fans. Yeah, exactly. Like, I love Villa fans. I am a Villa fan. Because people will come to us and think that we've got some kind of, and less so me now, I'm working here, but before, and le- even less so, because they'd usually come to you. But you get DMs saying like, oh, my auntie's coming over in a few weeks. Like, can you help get us tickets? Or yeah, whatever. I like, get that all the time. It's like, well, I can't really do anything, but I know a guy's email. Yeah. Who might be able to help. That's, and, but that's helpful to people. Yeah, exactly. So, you know. It's you, like using, again, I say because I don't think I've made it at all or anything but you're using (laughs) your contacts and something that you've progressed in to help people and again that's what I've always wanted to do and to help Villa fans because I've been that person and I am that person yeah yeah, exactly yeah um so where are we now in the timeline? The timeline's gone. Gone. I've got Back to the Future all over the place. <laughs> what big things? Have we, what good things did we do with the, with the Villa View? I think we spoke about most of it. From being honest, those, those, those three in Fusion twenty seventeen, the play in the games twenty sixteen. Nothing really happened in twenty eighteen that I can remember off the top of my head. It was a bit of a quiet, quiet year again. It came down to the we had the kit launch Unibet, yeah, what he thinks, yeah, which was I bore people too much. Yeah, oh, that twenty eighteen <laughs> was the year when I thought I'm going backwards there. Okay. I'm not progressing. See, I, don't, I think that was 20. Because I'd gone from having that Facebook show to yeah, not yeah, having yeah. it. It just felt like, man, rightly or wrongly, it just felt like I'm not achieving what I want to achieve here. Well, I was and doing... I get that you can have ups and downs for a journey of doing stuff. Like, I yeah, get that. Not a year long down, though. Yeah, a year, a year's not great. A year's <laughs> not a few great. days here and there. A year's not great. Yeah, I was still doing freelance stuff with Villa in 2018. It was less, but I was still doing it, whereas you just weren't doing anything at all. But at the same time, I'm still doing a Villa View and I'm still... Yeah, yeah. People are taking note of what you're doing and people are enjoying it. Yeah. At a personal level, maybe a year of just doing a Villa View, maybe I got I got better Yeah. in yeah, some yeah. ways. Doing a podcast every week, like mm-hmm. I now feel capable enough to do to do a professional podcast yeah, and yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do that had I not done the Villa View podcast, for yeah. example. Yeah, true. Um, 2019, you've got two standout... Mm-hmm two standout yeah. moments I think but you should say as well throughout the whole time we were doing the Villa View Villa are garbage yes yeah until 2019 yeah, that, really yeah that doesn't oh, help we've had to talk about a lot of misery a lot of rubbish players yeah a lot of terrible things happening to the club doing like a signing announcement video for somebody you just think oh who is this guy yeah and yeah. many of them barely even go on to play double figures of games <laughs> yeah. for the club yeah it's been difficult because like I said at the, at the beginning about four hours ago um, I thought when we went down into the championship we'll probably come straight back up 
I feel like probably most Villa fans felt, felt that was a reasonable least expectation. I thought we'd be up we in two, within two years. I know we were bad, but we, you still kind of hoped well, maybe we'll scrape top six or whatever. That first season, I didn't feel like we'd go up at not? any point. I was just hopeful no. we would. Nah, I not, never thought. Not in the season. I'm talking about before no, the season. Before, I didn't really think we'd go up. Okay, that's I think when we did predictions, I probably predicted us to finish sixth. Just I think because. Matt was predicting automatics and stuff, and I just never got that feeling that that was going to happen for Villa. Yeah. We were just a shambles. Yeah, There's too we, much yeah. bad failing from the season before as well. So playoff week then, we did a kind of week's worth of stuff, didn't we, for that, where that was probably the best... Mm, is it? Yeah, that's probably the best set of content yeah, we I did. Yeah, I think so. I think. I think so, to, yeah. the, to the highest standard. And it's kind of consistent. Here's a video every day kind of thing. There's a big game coming up, obviously. We want to, we know that if we go big here, like this can do well. Again, though, even when things are going well, there were still things that went wrong. Yeah, I got it. I mean, you have to be like adaptable to things, but like Tom was on holiday the week leading up to the playoffs. (laughs) Yeah. And then Dolan went on holiday. For the, the playoffs, weekend of, yeah. the, of the playoffs, so that what that wasn't ideal. I have to draft in Matt Lynch. Yeah, just draft Matt Lynch back from the dead <laughs> to, come, to come in to, to do videos with us. So, like for that, for me, that kind of whole experience of making those videos was kind of like that. This like proves more than anything that I know that I can do this as a career because we filmed all of those videos on one day. Yeah. We did a massive. Pretty much did the whole thing in one day. I didn't write the poem. In, I didn't <laughs> yeah. write the poem until two hours before I was supposed to oh, leave. That's crazy, isn't it? So for the poem thing, obviously the one year on video, which I'll put links. Of, obviously, some of the people listening yeah, to this won't, won't, won't know even who you are. Hopefully, that, oh, I'd love. That, I'd love that if there's people out there who don't even know who you are. I mean, that will happen. Just because that, I feel like that would annoy you a little bit. No, no, that, that will happen. Um, I don't think every Villa fan knows who I am. <laughs> yeah, but surely for anyone watching this has come from existing I might just be interested depends, on, depends what you word it up as yeah okay yeah, it's all on you fair enough um, yeah so we wanted we mentioned doing a poem video for the 2018 yeah, I've wanted to do something like that for ages I think you came to me with it with the example of I think BT yeah they did BT Cardiff. Sport did it yeah, for the Cardiff Champions League yeah. great video great poem and um, it's like yeah we'll, we'll do something and whatever happened in 2018 it didn't we didn't find a way to do it or whatever it just went fell by the wayside and ultimately doing it for that year would have been pointless anyway so when 2019 came around I think I think we kind of talked about it even at the semi-final stage if we get to Wembley we should probably go hard on, on doing doing some content for it and then obviously when the second leg came around I think even probably on the night of or the next day it was like right what, what do we want to do here like what, what's the plan because there's not much time was there between the nah. semi-final and the, and the final it was two weeks I think the two weeks yeah but, Still, it's not a massive amount of time it really to plan stuff and get stuff shot in London as well. Finally, an, an event in London. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you have to do the travel for a change. Um, so we came down for the day. On was it, Did you take a day off for it? Was it during I, the I week? Just, I think I finished early. I think I took a half day. Okay. So we came down on the day and we wanted to squeeze as much as we could out of it come we? we knew we wanted to do this special poem video and at least a, like an hour long podcast or whatever and anything else is kind of a bonus um, but we had, I had an idea of doing like a short kind of one minute what, what this occasion means to me kind of thing so Chris was still there then so me and Chris did like a 10 minute preview kind of thing it's like a yeah. match preview that we'll save for the, later in the day and then we did these solo videos with you Matt and uh, Chris Tom didn't do one did he because he was a he, was, he would have done one but he wasn't there it's kind of like oh, that was like when Villa did that thing ages ago that you did it was like Villa Till I Die was it called oh yeah yeah like a short minute 
you talking and a bit of fancy uh, B-roll over the top I wanted to do that for Wembley as like we all know this is a big time but what, how are you feeling about the game and we'll have that as like a separate video and we did the podcast with you and Matt and then like, the, the, the thing that we were really there for was this podium so do you remember me texting you the, the day of that saying how is it going yeah and I hadn't started and you'd not even started how because I worked there under pressure because I remember I've tweeted it several times I think you obviously were saying yeah we wrote that in a day and I've like massively praised that and I don't think most people even realise that that's the fact like the, like the praise we got for it the fact that we wrote it shot it and edited it within a couple of days like that was a big project to do in that time again it comes from having a stupid memory of Villa like I didn't need to look anything up like I knew yeah. what I knew what had happened and in what order it had happened like rain man yeah it's just stupid it's a useless skill <laughs> except for that day yeah. it's been a useless skill throughout my life but for that day I mean, you just, it was helpful uh, just got, once I started it was like boom 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 it just yeah. came like I've always quite fancied myself as being like a poet to be honest nice I'm never, probably never going to go into poetry <laughs> Maybe about anything to. about anything other than Villa <laughs> but I've always got fancy myself. I was quite good at rhyming things and yeah. puns and things like that so uh, I just fancied I watched it a couple of days ago. Oh, did you? Yeah, I haven't watched it for like that. A kid, a kid came up to me. He probably only about eight came up to me at a game like a month or so ago. He probably doesn't watch the Villa View, but he was just like, "Are you the guy that did that poem walking around Wembley?" Oh my god! A little kid, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And he was like, "Oh, it was amazing. It was so That's good." Mad. Yeah. Well, that ultimately, if I died tomorrow, I think <laughs> that would probably be what was planned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe because I look at it. Obviously, like the interviews and stuff are always big, big videos, and, and yeah, that killed it compared thing, to anything we've ever yeah, done. In terms of views, by far the biggest, um, easily shareable. It being short, like sharing an hour-long podcast. Well, obviously, with Petrov that we'll come on to after. As yeah. much as I love that that project, a nice five-minute piece. I have long it is seven minute to get that out there. People can share it easily. It's very watchable. Uh, we've got custom music made for it we got yeah, um, the music was excellent the music, the, the music is very good uh, you'd written it yourself obviously I'd shot it but the complications of that video could, I've always got regret over that it could have been better yeah because we know what happened on the day because it was out of our hands that we start filming the first couple of intro shots is we leave this section toward the end don't we because Matt can only be there for so much so it's like we'll do the podcast bit first and you can go back home and you and me will film this piece on our own because we knew it was only going to be you doing it you'd read it out we're not going to give any of your poetry lines to anybody else you got, you got, to, take the, got to take the glory so the first couple of shots on that video of you walking towards the camera we'd left that till late in the day so it's probably like what, five o'clock or something it's later in the afternoon isn't it it's, but it's still I got home late I remember that yeah, yeah so did I but it's still bright and um we did the first couple of shots and we wanted basically we were going to do the whole thing like that you won't be on camera for the whole edit but we'd have some footage of you doing most lines and then we cut away to pictures or whatever and then security comes up out of nowhere and goes lad you got a permit to be filming uh, unbelievable filming permit to film not even inside the ground it's or like, outside yeah, the ground on Wembley, Wembley Way a permit and then we we were like no he's like oh you can't film and I remember quickly Googling it and it was it something like 400 quid for the day yeah, we, did, we didn't have that. And it was like, oh my God, we can't do it. So we we're kind of thinking this video is now out of the window. Like we, we're going to struggle to piece together seven minutes worth of poem with other stuff. But you kind of just, we knew because we, uh, because I kind of, we believed in it that we, it was going to be good and we were like, we were on the verge of something good. Yeah. Which didn't, uh, I can't think of another time that's probably happened. Well, we, we knew it was going to be good before we'd done it. I don't know whether you can think of I didn't anything. think it would go down as well as it did. No, not to I that extreme. Be good. But we knew we, we knew we were onto something. So we kind of 
we'd recorded the audio, hadn't we, of the poem before yeah. we started Sat rolling. Down on the bench. Just doing it, yeah. So everything you can hear is that take, yeah. I think. But we were then going to cut away to you doing lines on camera. Which we did still manage we to do a few. We still managed to do a few, so we just kind of... Just not as many as we wanted, but people wouldn't know that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. The way it turned out in the end is arguably better than what we planned which yeah. sometimes kind of happens we were having to rush as well weren't we because we were like yes. just do a little bit here we went be in the background <laughs> yeah. and maybe the security guard can't see this angle and, and stuff like that you're doing takes and getting it wrong or whatever oh, or, I'm, or I'm doing a mistake I'm like oh what the hell that wasn't in focus or whatever we need to do it again we're, we're kind of running around I remember having the, the gimbal with like wires coming off everyone I think you tripped up at one point oh uh, yeah just little things like that it, we just we made it very difficult for ourselves and you know we were getting stressed though as well we were getting frustrated yes, because we, we knew we were onto something and if you again it's just like can you just give us a break like do we really need a permit to be filming down here really I mean that is a joke so as it got darker and it got quieter and it's still light but the, the, there's a few shots in there where it's starting to get dark and uh but in a way that works still because you wanted it to be like a yeah, journey yeah true yeah. from light to dark it's still that isn't it yeah nice nice Thanks. you saved that I think if there was you kind of want to pinpoint the best video we made I think that probably is that probably is the one yeah probably f- for me I think again it's, it's a different showing different skills yes sorry I'm just going off so showing, diff- showing different skills for, for me showing something different that I, could, that I can do so again it, as the fact that you made it onto the Scottish Sports website yes, yeah, yeah. a lot of people have have seen that more people have seen that than, than perhaps would have done so yeah. you put yourself out there a, li- a little bit more yeah good times yeah good video and then obviously it all ultimately ends in, in, like, in the fairy tale that you said and people are going Where, where's the part two and I remember I think we kind of said oh, you man, don't want to overkill it you can't the, do maybe it. at the start of the season we'll do something it's just, like, it just didn't feel we right we get to the cup final maybe oh. Oh. where's that come from <laughs> I, feel like the journey, I feel like the journey's not been that like special really yeah it's kind of like can you imagine like doing a second poem and it only gets like 10,000 views and you think oh yeah. that just wasn't I as think good as sometimes the first these things are best left as they are yeah, also at Wembley like I literally couldn't go five yards without someone oh, stopping yes. me about that video like yeah. it was bad yeah the reaction to it as a I whole I actually was, felt was like I, that day I genuinely felt like I was a famous person yeah. and I'm not <laughs> and that's how again probably that comes across a little bit arrogant <laughs> and I'm not meaning it to at all but honestly that day was just mad it was a perfect day Villa yeah, won yeah. the video had gone down well and people were stopping me to talk about it and that's what you want when you produce yeah. content you want people to watch it to enjoy it and yes. people were saying like it made me cry and things like that and yeah. I just think yes that's exactly what what we wanted to achieve <laughs> wanted to make you cry yes tears Yeah, I've said this to you before and to a few other people like with anything with video I want I want you to feel something when you've watched it yeah. like some kind of emotion like if you have, have sat through two minutes of video and you can kind of just scroll away through the rest of Twitter and don't really think anything of it that's a bad video regardless of how like the production of it in terms of like the content you've got to feel either happiness or sadness or some kind of emotion or whatever it is like I want you to feel something that's why I'm making it so the fact that like some of the I remember doing a tweet actually because the reactions to that video were so far spread of like it made me cry some people like it made me nervous it made me excited it made me happy like there was such a range of emotions that it's mad that like we can make a little five minute video between us in a day and so many people watch it as for one, which is nice, but so many people cared about it as well. That's the thing. Do you remember when we released that as well? Like the nerves of like releasing it out yeah. into some amateurs to go back to the video, but the nerves of it coming out and oh, I hope people, like, yeah. people like it. Oh, it was, that's the first time the Villa Views ever released a video, and I thought I'm nervous about what people think of that. It's kind of like 
it's a gimmick essentially isn't it yeah. if, if the first rhyme is a bit cheesy people are going to think I think there was I saw one comment saying it was cheesy really I saw another comment saying I don't usually like this kind of thing find this kind of thing a bit cheesy usually but this wasn't yeah. and that was when I thought okay that's it yeah. this is good I knew it had started was starting to do well when like, one of the first people that messaged me to say that they liked the video was Robert Snodgrass really yeah I don't you've know, I don't know on, if I knew that you seen it on Twitter and messaged me saying that video was unbelievable oh, God, and that was mad. when I started to think okay this is going this is going down I don't need to be nervous anymore yeah. about this yeah I don't think I've ever been nervous about releasing a video that we were we on the phone to each other no, you, before yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I remember like you pressing like whatever you press on YouTube <laughs> publish. <laughs> to, to publish to, to, to release a video and I was on the phone to you oh, I was in Tesco's mad. Oh, that's mad that you remember yeah, it in that yeah. much detail and I don't Oh, mate, that's so Because you've moved on, Rollo, so you don't yeah, care anymore. Remember, oh, yeah. I remember, yeah, I do remember feeling like, oh, we've put a lot of work into this and we think it's good. And that's what I kind of coming back to earlier. We felt it was good and we were happy with it. So kind of not massively fussed if people didn't like it, but you kind of want people to agree that the work that you've done is good. People like the photo you put with it. You said, yeah, I know you're not going to like this photo. Yes, yeah, done now, yeah, yeah. But just like, like just trust me and go yeah, with it. And I looked at it, I was like, I don't like that fur. Yeah. But now I don't, I don't I, mind it. Yeah, I've still got the text for that, you know, yeah. for WhatsApp because I don't delete the chat. It's not, or my, fa- not my favourite photo I've ever seen. They'll be in there somewhere. Being worked, to be fair. Because I, I just knew like it needed to look in yeah, a certain good. way. So, it's good. Yeah. So I'll move away. It's, yeah. it's, it's good to talk about it because we've never really spoken about it. Well, we've never spoken about it publicly before, I don't think. No. But it's, that's our like, crown jewel of the video, isn't it? That was the, the big one. So it's worth talking about. And obviously people enjoyed it. So why not move forward to the summer the two videos I was thinking of before as being the best two I think before you mentioned this Stan Petrov's interview yeah great and then the Villa View Live we'll do the Villa View Live because that, that came first, first we'll, leave yeah. it, we'll leave it till after Petrov won exactly the same content as Gregory Ian Taylor etc but that felt different to me it felt like as much as back then no, actually, that's not, that isn't true. Because back then, I didn't feel like I know what I'm doing. As much as like I can wing it through, and I know how I want it to look. There's still those nerves of, oh, if things go wrong here, like I'm going to look stupid. With Petrov, I knew exactly what I wanted. And I knew how I knew uh, how I, how I would do it. I felt confident. Yeah, I'm going to do this, this, that. I'm going to have these mics. We're going to have sat there. I'm going to put a shirt in the background over there because I know it'll be in shot. Like I knew exactly what I wanted. And I could just go out and there and do it. And that felt like a if I ever get into sports media in whether it's here or a football club or Sky or wherever this is the kind of stuff I'm going to have to be doing so if I know if I'm comfortable that now I'm ready to do this stuff all the time that felt like a bit of a moment to me okay that now I know I'm good enough for this yeah a little bit the same because content's the same it's still yeah, an interview and explain stuff but because he's a more recent player more people yeah. watch it because he's more recent again the nature of an audience yeah, yeah. on YouTube more people who watch YouTube are going to remember Petrov than they will Ian Taylor yeah. for me Ian Taylor's like the pinnacle but for most people yeah to like he's a big name he's a big name in the world of football Petrov and obviously his story as, as well. well you know he's got a great story the fact that he spent two hours with us and we did a yeah. two hour podcast with him Tom and I didn't have any notes yeah for that either we just did it yeah like so I felt, I felt that that showed again it shows a bit of progression like I wouldn't have been able to do that two years ago yeah just sit there and just do an interview two with, years ago. With, with or whatever yeah with, with, with no notes whatsoever just going through a timeline yeah yeah with, with Petrov and that, when we'd finished it as well he said that was class yeah that was a, like a great interview and when he said that I was like oh my god <laughs> like that you know, it must have been good then like yeah. it must have been good if he, if he felt like that was a really good interview and he enjoyed doing it and I felt like because of the way it was he opened up yes a, li- a little bit and I think for me Tom and myself as well from the last time certainly from the last time I did something like that felt like he, I managed it better yeah 
so I remember, it's, I remember it's picking us, up new skills. Yes, which is what you want to see. You want yeah. to see that development, don't you? I remember, I remember us talking about how we were going to kind of handle the, the hard part of his story and having to talk about the leukemia. We kind of almost said, we don't want it to be about that. We don't want to bring him in for, just for two hours. just opened up so much. Because yeah, I think he felt comfortable. Yeah, yeah, and we left it till the end, didn't we? Rather than we wanted to get all the other stuff out of the way. Whereas if we kind of made it about yeah. Stan Petrov, the footballer that survived leukemia, and it was all about that. That's the wrong way to go into the fight. And I will have watched everything Petrov's done. Yeah, in terms of media since he since he left since he left Villa, but I just felt like again a bit. Where is that arrogant? <laughs> but I felt like we got more out of him than perhaps other people yeah, I agree. had done. I agree. I remember like even the stuff about when he. Um, he could have come back. Yes, yeah. I, I'd never heard that those stories told yeah, anywhere yeah. else before. And as I say, I will have seen everything. And again, nothing, nothing in it for Petrov to to nah. tell us these stories and oh, share. Just what a legend of a bloke! I remember when he turned up. He was early. I don't know if you remember. And we, yeah. we weren't set up because we nah. we'd recorded a transfer video, I think, with you and Tom. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it was at Villa Park, and we'd set that up one side of the room. And we knew we wanted Petrov over the other where there's those sofas, and it was like. Well, let's do this and then we'll get everything set up over there he's due at one o'clock or whatever it was and then uh, I think he called you at half twelve or whatever and was like I'm here now lads and I would just remember thinking oh my god look, we're not ready for him here like if he's we'd obviously we, we'd met him once at Bodymore didn't we we knew he was going to be fine I've met him a couple of times I think we, as well we knew he'd be fine but you just yeah. think if he turns up thinking oh, I wanted to go at half twelve and they're not ready and he's that could affect the whole interview then yeah. because he might he's he's in a bad mood straight away isn't he so, and I remember him coming up and I'm running round I think I was saying to Tom like stall him stall him like get him a coffee or something like buy us a few minutes I remember rushing around getting all of the cameras set up and stuff and then he came up and I was on the floor messing with audio equipment or whatever and I remember saying like oh sorry we're not set up like just need another 5-10 minutes he's like nah it's fine he's like it's fine got all, got all day and I was just like oh, okay you can breathe now like he's a, he's a decent bloke he's happy it's fine let's just get this all done properly and like I said I knew what I wanted what a man I was just it was, I just needed the time to get it all set up and then we get those that two hours the stuff about the leukemia stories still it made me fill up at the time yeah, it, it made me fill up to when I watched to. back but even like I've not watched it back really did nah. you not I watched it back in four I'm very strange it. about what I watch back from what I've done but I, the reason I've not watched that one back is because I want to give it a year or so so I've forgotten what we spoke yeah. about and I want to watch it as if I'm not going to remember what he said if that yeah, makes sense yeah yeah that's fair I mean we're not a mild offer <laughs> no yes. that's true it's yeah. over six months now yeah. Um, but yeah the reason I bring this up as kind of being one of the bigger moments is that yeah it's, it's just an interview with an ex-player like before but this was to a better standard than yeah. I would watch those ones back from three years ago and think oh they're not great I'll watch the petrol one back and go yeah we nailed that like it yeah. looks how I wanted it to look it's perfect it sounds as I looked at, wanted it to look the, uh, the content itself was good even like the little intro at the start of all like the clips clipped together in black and white I was like yeah I remember putting that out on Twitter going yes like, that's like a strong teaser there like everything about this feels good to me it just shows progression again though doesn't it and that's what yeah, exactly. all we've ever wanted it's and just that's progression the, the whole thing of proving we can do it and yeah. that's what the Villa View is for especially like I said I knew it in 2017 so in the summer of 2019 when I'm still doing it <laughs> which I didn't think I'd be doing it in, in two years later in 2017 I thought yeah maybe another year and this will be the end of it to get to 2019 and, and being able to go right there's two there's two hours there that I know is basically perfect that you can't you can't get any better than that and it's felt like, okay we've we've peaked there if this is like this, as much as like the one year on thing is like a special in terms of like a standard interview piece like we've hit a, like basically perfection there yeah big thing for me is I always like to treat stuff as if they're live so I don't like stopping yeah I like mean Tom did a podcast all the way through we yeah, very yeah. rarely have to stop for any reason we did two hours with still with Stilly and Petrov with nothing in front of us yeah and we didn't stop the two hours what, that what is, shot, there is there is what yeah. happened that was the only yeah. stuff we spoke about 
So again, that feels like a, a big achievement. It's just proving that you can do things. Yeah, and again, something that probably people wouldn't know because no. when you cut between the cameras, yeah, you can make sneaky edits here and there, but what was said... But you genuinely won't have had to have edited anything no, no, no. for that. It just was, changing it was, angles. It was, it was changing angles, but yeah. you, those changing angles are where people would think, oh, that you, you've took something out there. Yeah, we didn't take anything out. Nothing out there. You could post the whole thing of one long continuous camera yeah. shot and the whole thing is there. So yeah, that feels like a strong moment. Um, the final Villa View piece that I feel is, is the biggest one to talk about obviously we started the season um, I got this job in September so we were still doing the Villa View in the season anyway but the final kind of moment where I felt like if I get a job soon I'll kind of like go out on a bang with this is the Villa View live oh yeah unbelievable oh god the fact it even still happened I saw some pic- I've been deleting pictures off my phone lately and I went I've been scrolling right back and I got to all the pictures of that me holding the trophy my dad holding the trophy Brian Little there the, the screenshots of us doing it from the actual video like that that night the fact that that even happened like mad I want yeah. you to talk about it because I feel like I'm doing all the talking here about these things getting carried away kind of like doing a live thing I've always wanted to do something like that yeah when we were organising it like it felt it was very quick we yeah, it happened very, very quick. fast weren't necessarily ready for it when it came <laughs> when it came round again you were running around oh, like, sorry, just as it was about to start the picture of me holding the trophy in the uh, reception my hair's all like curled down yeah. here so I'm, I'm just sweating um, I was worried about people coming Yes. Like we knew we got like enough people in terms of watching and listening to the podcast yeah. that if it, everyone who did that came, we'd be fine. But you're asking 200. But you're just thinking because it was free tickets as well. People just didn't have to come. Yeah. And I was thinking this could be like 10 people turn oh, up and two God. of them are Rollo's parents. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this could be just bad. And we made no money for the foundation, which is what it was all about. We yeah, wanted yeah. to make some money for the Villa Foundation. Yeah. We and wanted to put on a, society as well. We wanted to put on like a show for like a live podcast for people that listen to the podcast yeah. every week. And we wanted to have a little bit of a party to celebrate Villa Villa going up. Yeah. And really, again, it all went perfectly, really. Yeah, yeah. There's a few technical difficulties that were out of our control, but, but those everything happen. that we wanted happened. Yeah. I remember having a meeting with, um, I forget her name, which was terrible, but she worked in like the commercial kind of department and we wanted to get a room at Villa Park because we knew that would make it special, but because we don't make, any, don't make any money, we can't afford to rent these rooms because they're, they're so expensive. or Not mega expensive, but when you've got uh, 30 quid in the bank from ad revenue, that's, yeah. not, that's not enough. <laughs> Foundation have always been very good. Foundation have been very good. And, um, always. We'd... So I had this meeting with them and said, look, we want to do this as a charity event for the foundation. Um, we've got this idea. She, the woman didn't even know what the Villa View was really. So I'm having to explain like what we are and I think we can get X amount of people. And she went away and came back and said, yeah, we've got your room rent, you know, rent free for the night. Security fees all kind of costed up. We'll, we'll cover it. Um, I think they would have done well out the bar. They made, yeah, they made good money off the bar to be fair. Um, but it was kind of that came with its own pressure of like what you said if this doesn't go well now like we're going to look a bit silly like remember to get like Brian Little came as well yes yeah and we had the playoff asked for the playoff final trophy which again mental that that even happened getting to walk in with the trophy as a surprise as well the people that turned up didn't know that was going to happen and we only really knew ourselves on the day (laughs) because of Mick because of Mick yeah McDale absolute hero Um, but the fact that like and I don't want to say that we had the run of Villa Park, but that's the only way I can think to phrase we're it. Quite trusted. Is it? Yeah, we were basically left to our own devices. I was in there from two o'clock in the afternoon, just you know, getting things ready, testing audio equipment that failed at like. And also the thing with with that is that we'd said to arrive at like six or something, 
didn't we on the uh, on the invitations and then like the first people arrived at like five o'clock yeah. and I was like as much as I'm grateful for people even actually turning up we just like, weren't ready were we we were still testing I remember saying to them like you're just going to have to kind of sit around for a bit because there's no bar staff here yet and like I, I was in my tracksuit or, th- or something I think like I wasn't even dressed or anything you got your jazzy shirt on yeah. I got my jazzy shirt on so yeah that stressed me out big time then the audio equipment starts failing and I'm running around I'm literally sweating buckets trying to organise everything I've got people coming up to me going oh where's the uh, book the raffle book for the raffle and I'm like oh my god I don't I haven't, bought, I haven't got one to be ja- fair you had a lot on you, on you ja- for that ja- event I remember James Rushton ironically having to run to the Tesco to buy one he's, he's, he's always been your whipping boy James <laughs> Rushton oh, he has always it. been there I absolutely love it and you know, he came back with this raffle book and I thought okay that's one less thing to think about because like as much as we were making a video and we wanted to make sure that was right <sighs> Uh, we knew that more people would watch the video than that were there, obviously. But the people that were there they had, get more out of it. Yeah, like it had to be special for them. Like, so there was, there was so much pressure. And the fact that we, it, the, the content is like, once we were all set up and going, I trusted you guys to film the, film the podcast and have the content and, and that will be fine. I had to interview Brian Little for 20 odd minutes or whatever and that would be fine. But like all the, the, the prep to get the, the charity auction ready and stuff like that and all the, all the, um, items ready and all the printouts and the tickets and the email exchanges and the phone calls like it was so much work and it had all been I think we arranged it on was it January uh, January it wouldn't have been January June 20th or something and then the event was July 15th or whatever it was like, yeah, it was like three, much it was three weeks or something so the fact that we managed to pull it off and it'd be good and everyone there came up and said again. absolutely loved it like that was yeah. so good like that meant so much and we raised 2,600 I think it was for, for the foundation 50-50 people were very generous and outside society that was the raffle like the, going back and thinking about it I haven't watched this back the raffle element of that night uh, the auction sorry oh, Tom was unbelievable Tom was excellent for that it was so good being there on, on, in the room for that was so good but yeah everything about that went perfectly and it's kind of like again that felt like a moment that like not only have we been you know, we can do our little thing off camera as a, as a trio or however many it is and you know, put a video out there on the internet. It's kind of good that we've managed to like do an actual event and 200 people are physically bothered to turn up to see us. Like that was, that's so special. And you enjoyed it so much that you left after that? <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I, was like, I remember I remember even thinking like, well, if I get a job at some point, at least I've gone out with a bang now. Yeah. I've done something good. Um, and obviously the, the Dementia Cafe, which I saw about a couple of days ago. Yeah, it's comes, from, yeah comes from the funding of our yeah I'd like event. to do I'd like to make that a yearly thing so that we could fund the Dementia Cafe every year that's yeah. what I'd like to do yeah, that'd be good I don't know how feasible it is for us to arrange an event without <laughs> we can't even arrange fan cams <laughs> yeah. just you and Tom sat at Villa Park going oh hello oh no yeah yeah imagine that yeah so yeah special the fact that like we've and that's what we want isn't it it's, as much as we are in this for trying to get a career and stuff if you can do good things along the way yeah. then that's what that's it's all massive. about getting, making fans happy giving, and, and even that just providing videos for them is uh, you know people out there where the podcast coming up once a week might be the, the best part of their day that day if you're in America and stuff that's or yeah. abroad like a lot, that's why a lot of people listen to the podcast to feel yeah, connected yeah. to the club coming from people local people listen. I know I don't live local but Local people, local accent at least. Local accent. You want to hear a Brummie accent? <laughs> you go onto YouTube, don't you? Yeah, it's, it's mad. It's, I think we probably maybe sometimes under um, undervalue what we've offered people. I think. Yeah, I think one day when it's not there anymore, yeah. I will. That's when I'll look back on it and think, "Wow, that was amazing." If I had to ask you what the future looks like, is there an answer for that? Well, for me, or for, for the view of you. For you, obviously, you've got aspirations bigger than the, yeah. than the fan channel anyway. I, don't, I really don't know. I, I really can't answer it because I, I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit in flux. 
at the moment. I don't know if a few things could happen that would mean it would be impossible yeah. to continue or those things could not happen and we continue and we manage to get a bit of time back. Like it could go either way. Yeah. At the moment, at the time of filming. I think at some point it would it wouldn't go on forever anyway. Yeah. Like it, like it just wouldn't. I don't envisage myself being in my forties still doing doing the Villa View. I don't, I don't think like another six years, though. Yeah, only six years away. Circumstances change, don't they? Yeah. As long as like I can still do the podcast with Tom, I would I would do it. Yeah. Like it was do that will still happen. Obviously, schedules haven't been great recently, but that will get back on track. Providing like things don't things don't change. But yeah. I can't. It's difficult to sit being... here and say. Oh, it's gonna last forever. It's yeah. gonna last another till the end of the season or whatever. Like because I don't know. It's difficult because we're kind of being semi cryptic about well, very cryptic actually about different scenarios that are going on because it's because it's not my some of the stuff's not my yeah, business. It's, like it's, it's not for me to talk it's about personal life, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's it's our little thing. So it's it's difficult to kind of be able to put a, a mark on it and say yes, this is we're gonna go, we're gonna go to this date or we're gonna stop here or we're gonna do this yeah. or whatever it is. Even like when I left. I could have said that's it now like let's yeah, just yeah, but let's you just, down to Tom and Tom and myself let's just stop it so things have I mean maybe it's had a bonus five months more maybe. than it could because I could have just gone no I started this I don't want anyone else to carry yeah. on with it well, like, that would have been fair enough so you know it's hard it's something you do in your own time I think people are grateful for it as long as it carries on and I think people would understand if yeah. circumstances in life get in the way that it means you can't do it anymore it be then. sad yeah of course it will like it, I remember when I left it when the first time I got a notification saying the Villa View uploaded a video and I was like whoa yeah, but that was weird. where did that come from like, I, until that point I'd pressed upload on every single video we've ever posted so the fact yeah. that it's been able to carry on without me is nice but there's always going to be a day where the Villa View stops uploading videos yeah. and that will be sad but that's just life isn't it things aren't meant to last forever yeah and like it's led you to something I feel like it started to lead me to something yeah. now like I'm not where, where I want to be but I've now got a gig a kind of gig that, that I wanted like yes. hosting a a weekly podcast yeah, so let's talk about that then The Athletic yeah. 1874 a, yeah. a rival podcast don't go and listen to it it's, go, it's going well how, I think how did that first come about first of all uh, I, to be honest as soon as The Athletic came came on board like in, in came into the, the stratosphere I liked it thought it was good yeah in the UK in the UK and I was re- oh, I subscribed straight away because I after one day I like, read everything on there I was like this is brilliant if it's like this every day this is right at my street so yeah. I was just a normal subscriber Obviously, I knew Greg, who's the Villa Raya, who yeah. used to work here. Yeah. I knew Greg a little bit. Our paths just like, didn't quite cross. Yeah, and then they wanted to get into podcasts, and I think with his influence, they just got in touch with me and started, started talking to me and asked if I'd be interested in hosting a podcast yeah. for them, which obviously I was because they're a, a massive company. They've got big backing behind them. They're trying to do do different things, be unique. And, and yeah, I thought if the podcasts are anything like the written piece is it's going to be strong and it's going to be a good chance for me to put myself out there so yeah. obviously I leaped at the chance to do it it's in London as well which is nice, helpful yeah. for me not so helpful for, for Greg and <laughs> it's going well so far I think we've done eight or nine episodes went to see Thomas Hitzelsberger we started at the same time didn't we I think, yeah. I think you started by the week before or the week yeah. after us went to see Hits a few weeks ago in my bay with, yeah, nice. did a long form piece with him like the kind of thing we would have done on the Villa View but yeah. did it for the for the Athletic obviously. Budget all the time. obviously it helps having a having a budget behind it they've been yeah. good to me so far they've given me a little bit of free reign to to do do what I want with it and yeah I'm, I'm loving it so far it's like a dream to be presenting professionally yeah. that's what I've wanted to do and that that's what I'm doing for the athletic and I just want it to lead to, to more stuff I suppose that's the thing of, of where the Villa View comes into it that if you're doing doing the Villa View podcast once a week 
is that offering you any different now to doing the athletic think, once a week? Yeah, I think they're different because they're different content wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the athletic is me hosting and getting stuff out of Greg, who's very in the know, so to speak. He, from a journalistic point of view, he knows what's going on. Yeah. Whereas Tom and I is Tom getting opinions from me because usually I'm at the game. Yeah. So they're different, and again, I think they they complement each other and people can listen to both and not think about me repeating myself yeah. is the way I'd do you, are you ever feeling like oh, I feel like I've said this story before or anything like that a li- little bit because you record them on the same day yeah as well. sometimes <laughs> it's on the same day to an, to an extent I would feel a little bit like I'm repeating myself because you're going to cover some of the same things but I think, yeah. they're, I think they're different enough and I think they're different in style yeah the way the athletic is is different to the Villa View yeah. just, that's just bound to happen anyway whoever's doing it so I think I can still do that I can still do both yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. What do you think the the future looks like then? To kind of give some, if you talk about your forties, oh God, <laughs> not that far away. No, got the grey hair. I've grey definitely hair got the grey hair. If you're looking ahead now, kind of five or six years, what what, what what are you up to? It just comes down to that thing again of like just wanting to make progress and making sure that year on year you're doing better things. Yeah, that's how I've always just wanted to think I'm heading in the right direction and. Last year, last year I didn't really feel like I was heading in the right direction. This year, so far, I felt, oh, and towards the end of 2019, I feel yeah. like I am on the right track and things are starting to crop up, crop up now. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it, when you kind of look at the back end of 2019 that we kind of yeah. both started to get somewhere. Well, I remember you, when you got a Birmingham mag and you left the Villa View, you said something to me about like uh, just hanging there like it it will happen you were like I know it's easy for me to say now and I've been negative for the last few months but when I thought it wasn't going to happen it happened it was the same for me like I was thinking nothing's going on here and then suddenly from nowhere an opportunity arises that's the thing so I always felt like if I was ever going to get a break somewhere it's probably going to be with Villa because I've I've, I've, probably thought the same I've got experience doing it I'm already doing Villa related content yeah I thought the same I know some people there I've done stuff for them before if a job comes up I'll have a half decent chance at it when that felt like okay it's probably not going to be I'm probably not going to get anywhere with Villa now I was kind of like yeah. the world kind of ends now because if I can't even get in at Villa how else am I going to get anywhere else and you kind yeah. of feel like this is this might be the end of it here I'm, like I said to you I'm not going to have to get a proper job now it comes back to regrets again now like I know I was too focused yeah, yeah, on trying agreed. to just get in at Villa and nowhere else Yeah. whereas now I'm not in that mindset anymore and things are starting to starting yeah. to happen because I've broadened my horizons now, yeah. of, what, of what I'm trying to do and I think I suppose everything that has happened for a, a reason, if certain things had happened in different ways that I wanted at the time, wouldn't necessarily have ended up yeah. at the Athletic. I mean, I might be, might be better off. I'll, I'll never know, but I think in the end, things always kind of work out for the best. Yeah, it's just, yeah. So I started here in, in September, started this podcast in November. You started off with the Athletic just around the same time. You knew it was... The first one was in December, I think. Yeah, you kind of had... I a, knew it was coming. You knew it was coming kind of thing. And now we kind of both start 2020 as hopefully not, not obviously not together because we're not working yeah. the same place but hopefully now this is where we kind of go right this is where we both kick on now hopefully I just want to get to the point where I can focus on presenting as my career yeah and I don't have to worry about an, 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 my normal job yeah. that, that's where I want to be in the timeline that you asked I want to because that's the other thing I'm trying to fit things in like I want to concentrate fully on it like I feel I'll be better yeah, yeah. if I can concentrate fully on it as well and I've hopefully got a couple of th- other things in the pipeline they could all fall apart but hopefully yeah hopefully some other stuff will happen as well yeah nice to Lovely. have a chat about things We, like I said at the start we've had this kind of conversation 
with obviously more detail <laughs> and, yeah. and less secrecy for the last year or so on and off lots of phone calls even if no one listens to it I feel like it's been good to go over I feel like now when somebody gives you some criticism you can just link them this video and just say oh, just go and watch this yeah. grateful for everything yeah. that you've got to so far but not quite satisfied yet I'll, as I say I'll never be satisfied until I'm being a presenter as a full time job mm-hmm. in a way I think that's a, a good thing because it shows a bit of drive and it's and I think I've also shown that I'll work hard to get to, to where I want to be and I, yeah. and, and I will there's not many things I've worked hard at in my life <laughs> but I can safely say that this is this is one of the things and I, and I, and I re- really want it because it, I want to do a job that I enjoy doing that's everyone surely that's what every, everyone wants yeah and I'm not saying I'm the best in the world or anything like that, but I think that I know I can I can do it. I know I'm capable. You just need someone to take that, yeah, or a number of people to take that chance on on you. And I think I'm on the way to that happening now. The Athletic have given me a chance, and I'll be eternally grateful to them. And I feel I'm in the right direction now. Nice. Do you want to do an outro? Not really. No, you know I don't like outros. You know, used to like them, do you? I mean, no. I, was, I was terrible at them myself. Uh, so thank you to Dan first of all for for joining me for a chat. It's been nice to actually do it in person for yes, change, not, not over the phone. I haven't done my arm like this for. You two, love being two hours on the phone, now, man. You're always talk, on the not, phone. Let's not talk about it. Thank you very much for listening or watching this episode of the Claret and Blue podcast, and uh, we'll see you again soon. Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode. Until then, up the villa.